along, you coward bastards. (laughs) That's not helping. Jenny, if you can introduce Adriana. Okay, Adriana Marcato, the cat, who is Italian and handsome and dashing of a military background and Illyrian heritage. And you were the Bravo playbook. A dashing sworn sword, quick of wit, and unmatched in combat. Sworn sword. That's surprisingly difficult. Sworn sword. Huh. Sworn okay. sword. Sworn sword. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this is how the night will be. Brent, you have Gigi. I am playing Gigi LaRue. She claims to be a native of El Torre, a neighboring country that is kind of seen as a cultural hub in its own way, similar to Ireland. I am of noble background. I'm a cousin of House Bastion, and I'm staying for an indeterminate amount of time. And I have a strange quirk that I like to indulge in arcane matters behind closed doors, of course, uh, for I am a lady of proper bearing. Mm-hmm. And that's then Damon with McGowan. McGowan, this is a person, you know, very, very much of humble background. He's been a laborer since a child. He's done a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a lot of everything, in other words. And, uh, and you worked he, the docks for a while, I believe. He, yep, he definitely worked the docks for a while. Yep, that, that came up in our last gaming session. He's got connections there. He just kind of loves, I hate to put it this way, he, he likes, he just likes the, the common people, as it were. Because he's still one of them. He doesn't have any pretensions. Otherwise, he could be, you know, he's he's pretty imposing physically, um, especially when he wants to be. And then Colum has Toulouse. I'm playing uh, the character of Toulouse Tragique Buffet, who is a ex-Ilrian military intelligence officer, who is uh, has a rather uh, nightmarish uh, recollection of the Cal Ray campaign, which Rob has yet to invent for us but some terrible thing happened to him in Cal Ray while he was serving in the military and he's basically a, a Machiavellian spy and intelligence gathering chappy and he's very 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 handsome question yes since Adriano is also ex-military uh Illyrian do we know each other of course okay yeah absolutely dramatically you totally would I would say that Toulouse knows a bit more about Adriano. Well, being being a military intelligence officer. (laughs) Yes, yes, that would make a lot of sense. And in our first play session, we got the list of things that House Bastion is looking for from Ilya Bastion, your very ambitious up-and-coming young house member who uh, works with you on behalf of the house. The group had chased a couple of threads. You investigated possible sabotage of the main project of the First Prince, a warship at the docks in hopes of, you know, gaining the favor of the First Prince and of the most powerful house in Ilrian, and found some information about uh, about that, including pointing toward the Bank of Brass and Bone, the financier of the project, possibly, according to some rumors, trying to sabotage it to uh, keep the money flowing their way. The characters went to a duel made contact with a smuggler named Fen on behalf of the house who will be smuggling in certain kinds of defensive magical artifacts since that's seen as a weakness of the house. One of the main plans that you came up with in session zero, however, was to work with a satirical playwright to create a scurrilous, scandalous play about House Elmari. You are the sixth house, they are the fifth house. 
So with the idea of bringing them down a peg or two and moving yourself up by comparison. Also along the way, Gigi made co uh, contact with uh, the well-known gossip and gadabout of the Viscount Alistair Lovell, one of the best-known sources of information and spreaders of information in Hilrian. And Gigi managed to score invites to some of the regular small salons at the uh, house level garden, and perhaps some of their bigger social events. Also, in hindsight, uh, you know, in the while infiltrating the ship, Toulouse ran into some trouble that honestly, I found I've, I've like thought of like five to eight better ways of dealing with your bad role there than I actually <laughs> did. So live and learn uh, as oh. we learn the game. Worst GM ever. Worst GM ever, for sure. At that duel, you spotted someone trying... There was a duel to first blood. You spotted somebody poisoning one of the blades and then fleeing. Uh, fortunately, uh, the other, the person with the unpoisoned blade, by chance, ended up winning the duel. But somebody called attention to it. You found that the person who had poisoned the blade had run away, dropped a bag that on closer inspection held a vial that was clearly some kind of poison and a sigil of House Bastion, your house, suggesting that somebody was there to set you up. And Toulouse tracked that person to a house in the Guilty District. So what I had in mind for this time for the pre-errand part, the sort of gather information bit, was a party of Viscount Alistair Lovells, where you'll have the opportunity to do the sort of things you might do in free play and go about town, but lots of people will be gathered in one place, high and low. Even a lowly former docker might be able to find a way to find some yeah, interesting information. Good. I'm not really much for these big swing, you know, swing digs. So it is winter in Ilrian. Winter is relative terms. It is not uh, historic high snowfalls as it is in parts of the Midwest. And now it is just somewhat chilly, often drizzly snow. There are legends of snow from time to time, but it's not the most pleasant weather. So the idea of an outdoor garden party doesn't sound that fantastic, but the levels managed to pull it off in a particular way. First of all, Viscount Alistair Lovell, you know, not one of the leaders of the house, but one of the best known for his penchant for uh, information gathering and gossip is the host. Despite being handsome, eligible, and flirtatious with a wide array of ages and genders and proclivities, there's no confirmed liaisons or rendezvous or paramours or anything like that attached to Viscount Alistair. Some speculation is that he gains erotic pleasure from the gaining of information and the selective sharing of said information. Members of the other houses, uh, many of the minor houses and others, love to gather around this in the hopes of gleaning key information. But everybody's very careful to try not to expose their own plans, which is easier said than done. You approach via the canal by one of the gondolas owned by the house, perhaps pulled by McGowan. I don't know. But there are, of course, servants who could do that as well. I have a gondolier friend. That's it. Oh, that's right. It would, in point of fact, be a shorter walk. You're, the <laughs> Bastion has a house in the, or a palace in the palace district. So do all the houses. But that's not the right way to enter one of these parties. You enter via a canal, and then there are a raised series of terraces leading up to 
uh, the back of the palace. And there are colonnades and covered walkways and gazebos and lots of architectural terms that I couldn't figure out in time for the session tonight. Lots of places for cover, for private assignments, fires for warmth in areas. There's some kind of heated piping under the ground, providing warmth radiating up from the ground underneath. Everything is elegant, but tasteful, nothing gaudy. But if you started to tally a price tag, it is a sign of very considerable wealth and use thereof. You land at their docks, one of the finer docks on a canal in Ilrian, and there are many fine docks. You are greeted by some of the servants of House Lovell who uh, help you tie up your boat. And those who wish to attend the party itself are gestured forward. You, you are invited. You are on the list. Meanwhile, down at the lower levels, there is hearty, if not fancy, food provided for the various uh, servants, gondoliers, and others who don't go up to join the party itself. In the party itself, there are representatives of many of the houses. Now, these parties aren't for the princes and the stodgy old mucky mucks who run things. No, this is the cool kids table. This is where the hustlers and the chasers and the intriguers show up to mingle with one another. The great houses are represented, the minor noble houses, and certain of the more stylish, lesser houses, banks, guilds, and others are here. So if you're looking for a particular kind of person or a particular representative, you can probably find them here. Does anybody want to ask anything about the party or what kind of things we can do here uh, before we proceed to what is technically a gather information part of the game? I um, believe that I had the little quirk last time of uh, Ari, my childhood rival, actually being my brother. That is true. And I'm sure that he is most certainly here. Excellent. Who would Ari work for now? Or do they do devote their time trying to foil you as in, on sort of a freelance basis? Like, would they have um, attached to a rival house? They would be attached to a rival house, yes. Um, okay. I'm going to say that he's, he's higher up than me. He's with Corvetto. Okay. So I definitely need to uh, outdo him. Each of you can uh, think of the sort of person you might want to talk to or the information you'd like to gather as you meet and mingle through the evening. And then we'll do this as a gather information role. In game terms, it'll be controlled. There will be, you know, there are consequences to failure or partial success. A lot of it might be this clock I'm drawing now that is going to be labeled reveal plans. So if you fail too much, people will start you know, and they're all spying on you and things like that as well. They might start to put together what you are trying to do and use that information to their own ends. But even a failed role will get you some information. It just won't necessarily be great or earth-shaking. Well, I'm thinking that Magoo might want to try and find some of those hoity-toity rich assholes from the Bank of Brass and Bone to try and see if he can figure out what they're doing down at the docks and why they're screwing up the construction of the First Prince's Worship. Okay. So there's a couple ways you might do that. There is actually a representative here. Are you going to try to talk to them directly, surveil them, talk to their servants down at the docks? You have a few ways of going about that. I mean, I'm here at the party. Are the servants at here at the party as well? Just down, not in the prior? The Yeah, the they're main? down terrace. Oh, they're yeah. down by the docks and there's like separate tables set up. Oh, for sure. Them. Yeah, Mugu's going to be way more comfortable walking As them. part of the cohort, you have rights to go up to the party if you want. That's right. Yeah, well, 
these parties don't really suit Magoon very well. You'd rather go talk to those servants down there. Excellent. How about Gigi? What might you do at a party such as this? First of all, Gigi is a little bit terrified, uh, but she's hiding it very well because this is is the area that she should be doing well. This is kind of her contribution to the team is a thing like this. But and you got the team in here here. like you your cohort might not have even had access to this without your labor. Sure. But now that we're here, I kind of need it. That's really putting the pressure. Yeah, exactly. So she, so she feels an immense amount of pressure to the point that I don't even remember the name of the person who invited us here. If anyone can help me out. Viscount Alistair. Viscount Alistair. Okay. Is it considered polite in Ilrian custom to immediately, when you get to the party, meet with the, the host to extend your thanks or is that seen as like oh absolutely okay. and we're i'm we're all assuming that we we did that or uh would you like that to be played out is it no you can you can do that okay. absolutely and and, and uh vicon alistair is watching for new arrivals as they come in and greet we arrived not too early to be too eager but not too late to be of course missed okay and if i may break in here just quickly I will accompany the Madam Gigi because I sense that she is she is uneasy and I will be her bodyguard. I am coping with my stress by correcting your posture almost every step of the way. <laughs> I would expect no less of you. <laughs> I think having a second in a verbal duel with Vicon Alistair is actually a fine Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and what will Toulouse be doing? Do we have any indication of who is trying to stitch us up for the poison duel? That is an interesting point. You don't as of yet, but this would be a fine place to try to find something out. Toulouse would like to use this opportunity to try and find out more about whoever tried to stitch up our house. Okay, I love it. All right, let us turn this into some action. Uh, Magoon, let's start on the docks. Now, there's various, mostly gondoliers. Uh, some people brought, uh, I mean, you've, you brought gifts from the house. That's just a given. Some people brought larger gifts, so they've got some laborers. All of them in, in house livery, livery, sure. livery. Yeah. I should know that word. Livery, livery. And that includes the six major houses, uh, the bank of brass and bone, uh, some private individuals, apparently. Who do you want to approach? Are you just kind of like joining the general camaraderie of the working folk? We'll start with the general camaraderie, okay. but I definitely want to be near Bank of Brass and Bone. And if I'm not, like if after, I don't know how much time is reasonable, like I don't know how long the event's supposed to really last, like to all hours or something. But after some amount of time, if it doesn't seem like the subject is coming up, then I'm going to try and seed a topic of conversation. It's so dark early okay. in winter. It does. And they have all sorts of uh, fires and torchlight and, and some magical Ooh. lights. Uh, so the party can go on well into the dark. Yeah. And so if you want, this is, this can go on long enough where you can let people, you know, I mean, people aren't going to get wasted before they gondolier other people home, but enough maybe to loosen up some tongues along the way. So you are able to cozy up to a, one of the bank people. They have no particular reason to be suspicious of you. And you turn the subject to the ship or the docks. Yeah, the ship. Okay. 
Yeah. You know, I'll say like, you know, uh, yeah, I was talking with some of my old union members down there working on the shipbuilding and they're frustrated with, there seem to be just lots of impediments put in their way. They just want to get the job done and move on to the next one. Uh, that's lovely. I think we could probably have a role here to see if you're able to glean some information now. All right. See, is this a consort, a sway? Consort would make a lot of sense. You're there, you're eating, you're drinking. All right. I got two pips in consort. Okay. So a quick reminder, you can always push with two stress. I don't know if you want to do that right at no, the I think outset. I'll let this go for now. Okay. That sounds good. I'll just take the 2d6. Yeah. Six. Okay. Oh my God. I had no idea I was so good at this. All right. People are nodding along. Yeah, of course, we've all heard about uh, what's going on in the docks. And Alejandro, the boatman for the uh, the Bank of Brass and Bone representative, with your consort ability, you've been kind of like subtly pouring just a bit more wine in Alejandro's glass. Not so much to be oh, obvious, wow. but enough. And again, he's not going to have a drunk boating accident on the way home, but enough to loosen his tongue. And he says, well... I've seen some things about that, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, is there anything that we can do to help these dock workers or friends of mine? Well, I I shouldn't say anything, but uh, well, there's there's a bit of a, a prank in the works, I guess. I don't like to brag, but uh, well, oh, uh, I've oh, been oh. well, I, I shouldn't, but uh, well, they they had me go uh, <laughs> the, they had me roll up there in, uh, in the canal at night uh, uh, up to the supply shed. And they had this, well, they've got this pet knack, you know, one of them mumbo jumbo uh, cursy types. A knack is just the sort of catchphrase for people who use yeah. spells and magic yeah, yeah. of various sorts. Right. Now, of course, I don't, I don't speak that language. I don't know what they were doing, but they had some kind of hex in the works and it was pointed at the, at the supply shed there. So... You put three and five together and see if you doesn't get seven. Yes, of course. And you know, these uh, these bankers, I mean, I've been working for for a few months now. They always got somebody, somebody owes them something. Some, they can get a favor out of somebody and pay off some debt. I think this is what this uh, hexer was doing. Didn't seem happy to be there, but. Well, if he doesn't seem too happy, maybe I should find him some better work. Okay. And yeah, so with a six, you actually can come out with a description. He didn't get a name, but you can get a description. Uh, and it sounds like a down at the heels, shabby looking person in for Illyrian kind of cliched black, loose flowing clothes. Think of a down at the heels, young yeah. uh, wizard who can't find safe employ and uh, finds himself in debt. Okay. Uh, but if it wasn't clear, it appears, at least according to Alejandro, that this person was dispatched to do this by the bank itself. Absolutely. Yeah, I have gathered it. I have written such details down. Thank you. So you've made your initial greetings, Gigi and Adriano, with Viscount Lovell. And uh, he's very gracious to you now, Gigi. After that, you know, initial awkward moment, you did the work uh, in downtime last time to get back into Alistair's good graces. Oh, I simply must show you. There's a new hedge maze uh, oh. in the works. It, of course, it won't really come into its own until oh, the spring. How wonderful. But uh, yes, and bring your cat-like friend along. <laughs> Adriano, you simply must simply. come. Come along. Adriano makes a low bow to the Viscount and says, at your service, sir, and then just follows at a close distance. Yes, well, uh, House Bastion seems to be settling in quite nicely. You've made a splash. I simply love the, the common touch that you've brought along. The people adore you, you know. It's been a long time since I've seen nobility adored in that way. You simply must uh, tell me how you do it. Looks eagerly at Gigi for information. How, how, how 
do you keep the commoners on your side? <laughs> well, Gigi leans in conspiratorially and she says, you treat them like people. <laughs> and uh, she kind of gives a wink and kind of like a smirk of, I'm telling a joke, but I'm also just completely <laughs> dodging your question. Alistair uh, appreciates the joke on, on all relevant levels, clearly. It has a wry smile. Okay, what are you two hoping to get out of Alistair? There's ever so much going on in town. You are, as a house, looking for some kind of dirt on House Battaglia. Specifically. Mm -hmm. As Toulouse noted, uh, somebody seems to be out to get you. Why? There's all manner of things one might be curious about. Yes, well, I certainly uh, would be very interested in finding out what my brother is up to in, in House Corvetto, but our goal at the moment is is House Battaglia. Okay. Or House Almari, right? House Almari is your target. Sorry, I, I'm sorry. I said Battaglia. I meant Almari. Thank you. They're not enemies today, but I would never say no to really get information with your okay. friends. Let us initiate a verbal duel here with Viscount Alistair. The risk, of course, with Alistair always is that you're going to reveal more than you gain. And Alistair will... <laughs> you cannot assume any degree of confidence with information released to Alistair. So who would like to roll what? And the other person could assist in the roll. You're the verbal sparer. Gigi, so um, would you like to? I'm, I'm here to be your backup. Yeah, so. Gigi will take point. I would like to. I'd attempt to like to consort with Alistair, and in talking about House Bastion's connection with the people, it becomes, of course, just naturally a, a discussion of comparisons. Uh, being from Altore, of course, I have my own perspective from the outside, but I'm just curious about some of the more of the intricacies between the other houses that I might not be aware of. And I think that a part of this consort role is the attempt to, in this sort of innocent question of like, tell me more, is an attempt to find out as much as they can about House Almari and ho hopefully maybe get him to slip something. Okay. And it sounds like you're playing the, uh, you're uncouth, like you're kind of innocent and not uh, sophisticated in your intrigues, like you're kind of yes, playing that role. Especially as a member of House Bastion, I'm sort of playing the type. Okay. And consort seems to match for me. So that okay. would be two dice. Now you have the option of pushing yourself by spending two stress. I see you've already got a few. Your good name, when you push yourself in social engagements while consorting that or swaying, does, yeah. you would get plus a die and plus one effect instead of one or the uh -huh. other. And then, Jenny, if you want, you could spend one stress to give Gigi an extra die by kind of holding up your end of the conversation and looking happily. Yes. yes, happily, I will spend, I will spend a stress to, uh, to help my friend Gigi. Okay. And Rob, I don't think you have to sell me. I'm absolutely spending the stress. Like, this is a number one okay. key goal for the evening. I will, if I get stressed later, I will mm -hmm. just stand, I'll just sit in the dark and talk to fairies about it. So I'm rolling into this with... If that's what you kids are calling it. Okay, so I'm rolling with four dice. I have plus one effect no matter what, right? Correct. And remember, with this gathering information, even if you fail completely, you'll get a little something. That sounds really ominous, like the one die <laughs> after another. Five, four, one, two. So my best is a five. Let's hope five? somewhere in there. Your best is a five. Sixes, it would be frank. Okay. Anyway. So Alistair goes on with a chat, and uh, when it turns to Almari, he doesn't leap on it right away. Uh, but after a bit, he says, 
Oh, yes, House El Mari. Well, you should know. You probably don't know the deliberations that went on when you ascended to become the sixth house. El Mari, I understand, was quite supportive of your candidacy to join the six great houses. Quite the friends of your... What did one of them tell me? They wanted a weak house in the sixth place so they wouldn't have to look over their shoulder all the time. Yes, I think oh, that was it. It's on. Hmm. Yes. Well, I guess that's a bit of a mixed statement now, isn't it? Now that I think about it. Yes. Adriano sort of puffs himself up a little bit at, in, and bristles at the, the idea of being thought weak. Oh, Alistair absolutely she notices that. She takes a moment to laugh the comment off and she sort of does a thing where she gives off the impression that she didn't completely understand what that meant, but she wants to keep the conversation going. So she just naturally like lets it flow but meanwhile uh, she's also mm -hmm. placing a very slight hand on adriano uh to just kind of say cool it <laughs> right because it's, it's like it's like you may not have gotten it but adriano yeah. sure did <laughs> oh i she understood yeah. but okay oh i i know i'm just saying how it might look how, how it might look to yeah exactly that's the hope at least okay after the uh, that interchange, which Alistair absolutely doesn't notice and completely does notice, mm -hmm. he goes on. Now, you you know, of course, uh, the Almaris. Well, they were uh, they rose up uh, as a house of uh, well, they were foreign mercenaries originally, and they were in a long term employ of House Illyrian. And well, of course, their heroism and uh, courage on the battlefield is what allowed them to rise. And of course, the ample funds they were paid along the way is what allowed them to rise into the six houses in the first place. But isn't this the juiciest thing? There's a fellow. Well, now I have my of course, sources. Of course. And I can't tell of you course, who they are. Of course. Of course. There's a fellow who showed up in town by sea just a few days ago. And he's been ranting about some of the taverns around the docks. Well, casting the most awful aspersions on House of Mari. One can scarcely credit them, but claiming that they were coward in battle at one point one can't imagine such a thing those brave lads it beggars what's his what's the name i have attached it oh cosimo inesca what an odd name huh cosimo it's a strange name certainly one to note mm -hmm. adriano is yep. that one away if you encounter this fellow or hear talk of course you shouldn't credit any of his stories Oh, no, what was it else? Someone was, there was talk of House Bastion. Someone does seem to have it in for you, don't they? Oh, well, what would make you say that? Oh, well, you know, everyone plays their little games. But someone seems to be trying to point certain things in your direction. Certain things? He keeps leaving that hanging for the obvious question. Yeah, let's play the game. Here's the quarter. I'll put it in the slot. <laughs> Of course, I couldn't tell you who it is, or you'd have no reason to come oh. back to my little parties now, would you? Are you kidding me? And be robbed of uh, our time together? Unless, of course, you're saying that you're trying to cast suspicions upon House Bastion. Oh, of course not. Well, I'm simply betraying my other guests. You mustn't monopolize me any further. Of course, I completely understand. You have such a diverse group of friends. Uh, I would never put you in a situation that would make you uncomfortable. Okay, so for your consequence of a success, but success with consequence, I'm putting a few ticks on my reveal plans wheel, unless somebody wants to roll to resist that. And you've got eight, and I was just going to put two on. I would like to use my special armor. 
I resist a complication related to suspicion or Ooh. persuasion for you or your coterie while I'm present. Oh, okay. I will make no ticks then, but tick off your special armor. And with that, Gigi can now just drink and try to find paramours for other people. Yay. Toulouse, you are making the rounds and trying to figure out, well, the answer to the question that the Viscount just left hanging there. Who seems to have it in for you? How does the Viscount know somebody has it in for us? Because surely only we know that someone has it in for us. So House Level itself, their stock and trade is intelligence and gossip and knowing what's going on. Viscount Alistair is a specialist among specialists in there. They are known to have agents probably within many houses and people observing agents within the town watch and more. And they are rumor sponges. So I would assume that what occurred at the duel the previous week was fairly newsworthy. Oh, yeah. And it is still being talked about because uh, it's a slow social season. That is the sort of thing that will hang in gossip. I would assume that it is that's spreading through the uh, the various houses, gossip chains like a yeah. virus. And that our appearance at this soiree is probably starting tongues a-wagging. Nobody attached the attempted poisoning to you because you caught the evidence before anybody saw it, the fake evidence before anybody saw it. And actually, one of the duelists here, Kieran Battaglia, the one who was stabbed and was holding the poison blade. But I would assume that there is quite a lot of whispering going on about this, especially considering that now we have appeared at this gathering so Toulouse would just be using his well-honed skills to um, basically blend into the background. Like Magoon, he's not one for uh, these large gatherings and parties. He's not a festive man. So you are, you're not really engaging people to find information. You're trying to like find the right place to stand and hear the talk and maybe Literally, even... Yes, I think he would just be kind of moving amongst the crowd. He'd be looking for people who are noticing Adriano or Gigi or Magoon. Maybe, you know, doing a bit of, oh, there's so-and-so. And basically listening in for folks like that. Okay. I could see a couple different potential roles here. Um, the minor risk here is, again, there's some very subtle, watchful people here. I think the negative consequence would be ticks on the reveal plans just by observing who this house bastion spy is spying upon. Mm -hmm. This would be a survey, I believe, on my part. I could absolutely see survey. I could have seen skulk potentially. Yeah. Um, survey makes a lot of sense though, I think. So I'm going to go with a survey roll. Am I going to use some stress? Of course I am. So it'd be two stress to push for a third die. You still have the harm bruised, which I don't feel like would be relevant in this situation. So I've taken two stress and I am going to roll three dice. I'll go the, uh, the Brent route here. Ooh. That's a three. That's a one. Oh, damn. That's a four. Damn you, Brent. <laughs> well, no. So you actually, you got a four. A four is as I good as a four. five. Yeah, true it is. Okay. So again, I will add two ticks to my reveal plans clock just from, you know, other, there are other spies here observing other spies. Uh, you can use your special armor to I will negate use that. My special armor. Okay. So I, just, I just take Keep that, that off. And so it's good. All right. Okay. You are a subtle spy. You're able to do that. Okay. A five, though, is you are successful in what you were trying to find out. Yeah. So you hear some of the gossip and like there's a lot of speculation. Like, well, I heard it was the Prince of Tatters trying to uh, stoke disruption and dissent among the great houses. And 
one sort of way out theory after another. But a name that comes up again and again is House Corvetto. Oh and tuning into that, at one point, you see there is like a junior member of House Corvetto here named Emilio Corvetto. And you see at one point, he ducks off into an alcove to talk to a strangely dressed person. Uh, you actually thought maybe they were one of the uh, performers. There are performers here, by the way. I meant to mention that in the establishing scene. And on closer inspection, you realize that it is none other than Peter DeRay, mm. the person who dropped the incriminating evidence that you found before anyone else found it. They ducked away just briefly, long enough to issue quick instructions, pass information, make a payoff. You don't know exactly what, because there are the alcoves here uh people can duck into and do things discreetly but this seems significant to you do you want to try to follow that up do i want to try and follow that up is the question here here i'll offer you this you can try to spy on them more closely it, it would move you too risky and raise the possibility of a challenge a duel some kind of social faux pas it is much less risk-free if you want to spy on them that closely. I think he's gotten a sufficient lead here that he's just not beefy enough to uh, get engaged with any of these. I think it, at this point, he would definitely pass this information on to somebody more robust than him. So it would either go to, to the cat or it would go to McGowan at this point. He would just impart this information. That makes sense, the way you roll in particular. Uh, yeah. Okay, well, we can advance ourselves through the night. Uh, much uh, frivolity and uh, ribaldry and whatnot goes on, unless there's anything else in particular that somebody wants to ask or do to follow up. We can leave this as an enjoyable night, a uh, good time had by all. Adriano will still keep his eye out, but uh, I guess he never does see Ari. Not at this party, no. It appears that mm, uh, maybe Corvetto has another minion here. Before we leave house level, I would like to survey the party to find suitable paramours for one of my three companions. Okay. Uh, you can make a quick survey roll. No negative consequences okay. on a failure. Uh, and then we can like establish that as a okay. uh, ongoing yeah, I, process. This is, I'm establishing the clock. And I'd like to know how many yep. ticks I'm getting. Excellent. Oh, I rolled a six! Yes! One okay. dice. Oh, there we Got go. a six. Hell yeah. You find some prospects, and we'll say the really good roll makes it a... So wait, are, are you trying to find paramours for all three of your buddies? Well, I'm deprioritizing Toulouse because I got the read that they might be just not into that, and that's okay. How about this? Since you had a good roll, we'll make them short clocks. Three, four tick clocks, one with each of their names on it, and you can pursue them in the order that you decide. But you have some leads here. Okay, so after the party and we look at the week ahead now, you all can get together and figure out if there is a particular errand you want to do. You have some possibilities here that are interesting. It's time to go hunting for a certain wizard. Is that an errand? That would be an errand. That could absolutely be an errand for the team. I certainly agree with that, but I think I'm, I'm concerned that our lead for Cosmo Inesca, who has information on the Almari, I feel like that could go cold at any moment. Since he's been in the taverns and seems to be uh, with, the, with the common folk, that might be a job for McGowan, although he's looking for yeah. wizards. So. 
or even to lose. Oh, uh, it wasn't spelled out explicitly, but yes, if somebody is there spouting off about Elmari's being cowards, the Elmari's will probably hear about that at some point and show a great interest in them as well. And Adriano, of course, is still very much smarting at being yeah. taught weak. Oh, that's just things people say. Yes, but it, it's <laughs> to, to, the po- to the point where, you know, he's hot-headed enough that he might want to start a duel, but he doesn't right. know who it was who said it. But once we find out, there's going to be trouble. Column, I think you're the one who hasn't weighed in on a potential errand. Hunt down Peter DeRay. Because I want, I want to know more about what's going on with House Corvetto here. Okay, so you have some options. So the errand is the one thing that you all get together and do. It's our yeah. job for the day. Um, you can also use downtime actions to try to uncover plots and find more information about some of the... Like, so whatever you don't do in the errand, there's still time in downtime or future gather information. I'll do it in downtime then, sure. Yeah, I say mine could also be downtime. Okay, so it sounds like we may be headed to the docks to try to find a drunken sower of scurrilous gossip about House Elmari. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so we are going toward our engagement role. So all you have is this drunk person is going from tavern to tavern in the dock area. There are many taverns, not some of them really kind of cruddy in some of the more abandoned areas of the dock. Some of them are surprisingly nice. You would need to find them and then figure out how you want to get them out of there. So what would be your general idea? How would you search for them? Yeah. Can we weirdly use our position or leverage as sort of the people's house to gain access to any bar keepers in that area that might have more specific recollection. Like you kind of, so I have an idea too. Remember the people I talked to last week or last the dockers. Yes. Yeah. What if I was to go back to those exact same people and say like, Hey, I've heard that your shed with all your material and stuff like that is being, um, it's being, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's being sabotaged, sabotaged. Enchanted. Yeah. It's being sabotaged. You know, I've got your interest at heart. So I'd be curious to know, like, you know, you know, could we do a little, I scratch your uh, back, you scratch mine? Like, surely you've heard how people are trying to besmirch the name of the house that I'm now proudly a part of. And I'm here trying to help you out. I'm hearing a group action to see how quickly you're able to narrow this down. So you, Magoon, can roll for swapping information with the Dockers. And Gigi, you were trying to use the common people connection with the first couple barkeeps you can find to get this information. So you can make your roll and then you have a backup special ability if you guys really tank it. So let's see. I could see in either case, carouse is always good. Could be a survey. I'm open to other suggestions as well. Sway. Sway could absolutely work. Command if you want to give orders. I don't know. Consort is still probably my best skill, and I think that's how I've been approaching this. I feel like that's, yeah, you've got some people who are good at consorting. So if I'm doing this, I would uh, be able to put two dice toward that. Okay. So yeah, we'll call this a group action. I won't penalize as you usually would for a failure. So each of you roll, and we're going to take your best outcome. Ooh, wow, that's very generous. Here's my roll. That's how group actions work. Six. I'm seeing a six. I have good friends. What did you get? plan to survey the tavern workers was a spectacular failure. I got a two and a one. Okay. Well, happily, uh, you got better news from the docs. They're interested in your information about uh, hacks, and they feel like vindicated personally 
And they're very much hoping that uh, you, brave former docker, now with noble contacts, can get to the bottom of this and put a stop to this so they can complete this job they've been working so hard on. And believe me, that's, there's nothing I would like to do more than that. Mm-hmm. The dockers, in in response to your inquiries, say, yeah, we have heard of this drunk shooting his mouth off uh, some foreign mercenary type. And they kind of give you an itinerary. He started over there in the nice bars where the captains and like traveling dignitaries go. And got kicked out. Then he went over to the bars where we dockers go. You know, respectable working folk. And got yeah. kicked out of there. And now he's over there. And over there, you know, means there's a portion of the docks that is silted over uh, mm. like a generation ago. No ships can land there. Very little business is done there. The dregs end up over there, including the dregs of the tavern world. So just out on what used to be moorings and docks there are these kind of crappy leaning over type buildings that used to be you know maybe tiny warehouses or dock worker stations or offices eventually they're going to fall into the muck but for now they serve just great as taverns last we saw the fellow was was in over there thanks much yeah and you had you have a well a nameless a tavern that seems to be the best bet Okay, now I think we're ready for an engagement role. You know roughly where he is. Here are the options of plans. Assault. Go in, grab him, and go kind of deal. Deception. Trick this person into coming along with you. Stealth. Sneak in and (laughs) perhaps knock him out or something. I don't know. Arcane. Using magical abilities. Doesn't seem like your strong suit. Social. Negotiating. Bribing, perhaps transporting you'll have to do Um, i will remind you that one of the things you picked at the beginning were private apartments that you have access to nobody really knows is attached to you that is what i imagine is exactly the purpose Mm -hmm. like hiding away a person absolutely uh, for a while so how do you want to approach approaching this person and (laughs) persuading him to come with you to the private apartments Magoon's all over the assault Magoon says assault oh yeah sure I'm, i'm happy to go corner him at sword point Assault with an extra dose of battery. On that six, uh, Magoon, uh, the dockers were like, yeah, there were a couple other fellas sniffing around, but we didn't like their attitude. But somebody else might be looking for the fella you're looking for. Interesting. Thank you for the tip. And I promise to do my best to get the situation resolved. They feel favorably disposed to you. If you guys pull that off, you will not only give uh, get a bonus with the first house, you will probably get a a favor Uh, with the dockers as well. Oh, yeah, baby. Or a Reese's peanut butter cup of a job. So I've heard an assault. I was thinking out loud to myself, what other options are on the table for grabbing this guy? I think that we can definitely do it if we go for assault. Uh, I know that Gigi will probably be focusing on being defensive. I think that if we were to choose to sneak, we can disappear this guy potentially. And not only will the people that are looking for him essentially just come to the conclusion that he just left, or... You know, someone got him already. We make it clear that no one knows who has him. That's not a bad idea. McGowan expresses the interest that we should let everybody know who's got him, and it's definitely us, and look what we did to the guy. He's now missing, a, you know, he's now got a few broken fingers or who knows what else. Uh, you're persuading me there, McGowan, because uh, I, I definitely do not want to be... Blues, what do you think? I say we spirit him away back to our um, apartments and convince him. Then we can do the finger breaking. Finger breaking's a little inelegant. I was thinking more of a pharmaceutical route. Okay. I see. Bef- so just so he'll feel the finger breaking even more. 
No, he'll see the burning fields of Calray. I will remind you that the main thing you know about him is he's shouting his claims about House Elmari to anybody who will listen. That's right. I mean, Magoon believes in democracy, so he's fine with the plan of spiriting. He was a union man, as it were, once. Okay, and I want to define spiriting a little more tightly here. Does that mean knocking him out and taking him away, politely asking him, and then spirit sneaking him away, tricking him and sneaking him away? What are we meaning by spirit? All of those. Okay, pick one. <laughs> we got to start with I one. I think, uh, honestly, just that Gigi is able to contribute in some way, she could potentially pretty easily convince this guy to just come with her. And since I have a pretty good maneuver, I could skillfully grab him from behind because he may be a danger to you. Yeah, if it comes to that. I mean, I have to have something to do as well. I've done virtually nothing except, you know, skulk in the background. So this is not the cat style. <laughs> so it sounds like social is what we've resolved upon. <laughs> okay. Shot. No, that's that was fun. We both, we covered just about all of them here. Um, I will also remind you that one of your house's strengths is transport. So you can have, uh, I mean, you could flash back when you need a transport, or you can. We can assume that you have oh, yeah. a boat ready to go uh, nearby, or a cart, or whatever you guys want to transport. That is something you your house just has in abundance. You mean strong, baby. You get one die just for being hey, you and doing a right. thing. Then, is this errand particularly bold and daring? Eh, probably not. Is it overly complex or contingent on luck or outside factors? No, I don't think so. You don't lose a die for that. Does this plan leverage one of the house's strengths? I think that this is almost practically happening in our backyard in terms of our sphere of influence in Ireland. Okay. Yeah. And since you didn't end up having to use your special ability, the, the common touch or whatever, yeah, I think that makes sense here. So that's plus one dice. You've got two dice so far. Uh, is the target strongest against this approach? No. Can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight into this errand? And you can look at your non-hostile contacts and see. Mm. Can we potentially say that McGowan's conversation with the dock workers union guys kind of counts a little bit? This is more looking at the at your contacts okay. on your sheets and saying, hey, do they fit in here? To lose those a buskin. Buskin could be uh, playing the taverns. Okay, sure. I love it. So that's three dice. But are your enemies or rivals interfering in this errand? And in this case, yes. Your rival, what appears to be your target house is also searching this guy. So that's minus a die. So I think we end up with two dice. Uh, who wants to roll the engagement roll? Colin. Not Colin, me. Oh, no, shut up. I haven't rolled anything. You should absolutely roll. Double sixes. Okay, yeah. I'll roll it. 2d6? Mm -hmm. Here comes 2D6 six, six. Six. Okay, here we go. Four. Okay. Uh, so we take the high number, which is a four. So you start off in a risky position. So you enter this nameless tavern. It's really like basically there's load bearing twigs holding the thing up out <laughs> of the muck that used to be water. It's not much of a crowd. A buskin is sort of like idly tuning a ballast of some sort. But the loudest noise in the room is a shouting voice. Traitors and betrayers and treasoners. They stabbed me in the back. There they are. And a disheveled, drunk-looking, dirty character who's clearly been at sea for a long time, drinking for quite a while, dressed actually not now it's shabby. The the clothes he's wearing, you can you all see were once fairly fine clothes, but now I mean they've been worn so long. 
if this person were in a comical play, this would be a comedic character, but he seems a tragic character, a wretch at this point. When you first like try to make contact with him, he reaches for his scabbard, his hand raises into the air, completely empty. He stares confusedly. Hold it. Damn it. Be gone, House Almari, treasoners. Staring right at, at the four of you. And Does you do stand up. Yes, he's pointing directly. Almari, Gigi steps forward with a very confused, if concerned, face that seems almost slightly amused by the situation. Her hands kind of up and pacing, uh, facing palms towards towards him, and she says, "Oh, sir, I believe that you that you may be mistaken. I, I have not had the opportunity to introduce myself. Uh, may may I sit next to you so that we can speak privately." He is clearly angry and hostile and not prone to listen. So it's going to take some persuasion at this point to get him to listen, which you're clearly trying to do, i.e. a die roll. We're in a risky position. The consequences of failure, he might attack you. He might try to flee. He clearly suspects you or suspects everybody. It's not quite, you're not quite clear on where to draw the line there. What might you roll? Gigi is working with the confidence of, I've got three killers right at my back if this guy <laughs> even slightly steps with his already sold my fucking sword ass he's going into the ground and i don't care uh this is going to be a sway roll uh as we're just trying to talk like a reasonable adults okay so you have your sway we are at risky positions so the consequences of failure are worse than they were at the party where we were controlled you always have the option of pushing with two stress one of your Accomplices can spend a stress as well to push, but only one. I'll spend a stress. I got plenty of it. Narratively, what are you doing? That's like you're a sort of stable and calming presence ready to grab it. I am not a stable and calming presence, but I am standing by with my hands very near my sword. Excellent. <laughs> okay, I'm, right. I just spent a stress to help. So that's three dice, okay. two for my sway, and then one for the help. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks, Adriana. Mm. That's a big old six right at the top. That's another six. Oh! Shut up. No, we're all okay. No. Just in case. That's a five. Two. Six, six, five. You have two sixes. Sixes is a critical success. He looks at you. You're no Amari. You're an angel of mercy. And he drops to his knees Sir, and starts bawling. Well, you have me at the disadvantage of not knowing your name, so... You can at least give me your name. He composes himself. You perhaps have heard of me, General Cosimo Aneska, commander of the 500 Blades. And you see like a little hint of pride uh, welling up in him at this point. Yeah, uh, she gives the external impression that she would love nothing more than to hear about the exploits of the 500 Blades uh, under Commander Cosimo? General General Cosimo. Cosimo. But uh, she she says, uh, Soto Voce. General, your suspicions are correct. House Almari does work to move against you. My compatriots and I. He looks around like his head's jerks. Very, his head jerks around as though House Almari's legions are sneaking up behind him. I hear you to take you to a safe location so that we may be debrief. I want to hear more. Debrief. Yes. Military intelligence, of course. Will you come with us? 
Okay, you got a critical. He is buying this. And honestly, not why wouldn't he? You have persuaded him. You're not lying. You've persuaded him that you're not House Elmari. Can you help me tell the true story about House Elmari? I'd like to tell you more, but first we must get ourselves to a secure location. My compatriots and I, shh, very quietly. I owe a life debt to my men, he shouts, to tell the story of those traitors. And he's like oh, performing yeah, now I, to the whole house, you know, all five right. of them, all five of them plus you guys. I think that if Gigi is no longer able to keep him quiet, that's when we start bringing in the kind of larger friends in the in the coterie. Okay. He's happy to go with you, though. Okay, so Adriano steps up and lays a heavy hand on his shoulder and says, My friend, silence is a virtue. You will explain your story later, but for now, it is important that we remain quiet. Yes, as Demetrius wrote, stealth and surprise are the general's greatest allies. You are right. You are right, my friend. Okay, so yes, he is happy to go with you. And the barman says, "Uh, could could somebody pay his tab, my lords? Okay, and it is a small number of coppers. I, I don't need to worry honestly, about. Honestly, there's a certain amount of like, I just, I hand him money. What is, uh, what's the right amount? It doesn't matter. Just take money. Okay. Goodbye. Uh, and yeah, you, you have a good gauge on uh, the appropriate bribe for a bartender at this end of the docks. Oh, yeah. And it is a very small, small amount of money. Uh, okay. Um, so what was the plan? Take him back by boat or by cart or what is your preferred method of transportation? I think by boat. Okay. It's the most difficult to like interrupt. And besides, I have Gondolerian friend. True. Ah, yeah. So it is a short walk back up this pier, down a bit, and then to a pier that actually attaches to water. But as you're making your way now along the planks, less and less rotten as you move toward the actual functioning part of the docks, you see just a little ways away a few men with swords at their sides and some kind of like low-life informant taking a few measly coins from them and pointing in the direction of the bar you just came out of. The armed men look up, look back at each other, look back at your disheveled friend here, confer for a moment and start hurrying down the planks toward you. You are on one side of the pier that leads to your boat. They're coming from the other side. How many of them are there? Three. They are all armed with swords. They have what appear to be leather jerkins on. And oh, yes, they are not at all wearing house livery of Almari. They are being discreet and subtle, and they are all blatantly house Almari mercenaries in the way they carry themselves. I have a question, Rob. Yes. Did we do a loadout? You Oh, that's right. We did not. So you could all pick light, medium, or heavy loadout. Heavy slows you down and is massively undiscreet. Light, you could just be any normal person. Medium, you look like you're probably up to something. And that determines how much stuff you can have on you. Toulouse would be carrying a single shot pistol and another pistol. Okay. Sorry, you just decide your load now and you check off stuff as you use it. Uh, A single shot pistol and another pistol. Okay. (laughs) So you are making your way toward toward the pier that you want with your boat. They are coming the other way, picking up speed. And one says, wait there, friend. Uh, We need to chat with that gentleman. Yeah. Toulouse draws both pistols and points them towards them. He doesn't doesn't pull the trigger, just points them. Adriano draws his sword. Okay. Uh, Gigi, I saw you had a note there. 
Uh, in italics, you discreetly draw a small blade and hold it close. GG is always going to be discreet and otherwise uh, specified. And Maguin, uh, are you doing anything at this moment? So I'm have I have a light load, a discreet load, and two of my three things I can carry is going to be a frightening weapon. Okay. Which I imagine to be like you know a crowbar with cobras on it or something. Well, no, no, no. How about like um. Like so, like I don't know what the tools are called, but they're like all sorts of nasty looking hooks that you'd have on ships and docks. Oh yeah, sure. Like yeah, I could see that being the subject of a horror movie. Honestly, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so I want to hear about your intent. I'm getting a sense that you're hoping to intimidate these guys. Yes, definitely. Okay, yeah. so who wants to who wants to make the role? And it sounds like somebody else can assist here. And it sounds like either, well, gosh, all of you are one is a gun, one is a sword, one has a nasty ship hook of some sort. Uh, who who sees themselves as the most intimidating of the three? It's of kind us? of all different flavors. It's like a beautiful Neapolitan of violence. <laughs> <laughs> well, I consider Toulouse to be the most intimidating here, but however, he's also me. So I don't want to roll. I will do it. I will. I will contribute to the assist, but I will not roll. Well, I think it's whoever has the best sway. Well, it could be mm, sway. I have no sway. Yeah, I have no sway. It could also be skirmish if somebody wanted to do a little flourish with their sword, or it could be a wreck if somebody wanted to smash some yeah. a crate oh, with I their hook. Yeah, I've got a good wreck. You've got a good skirmish. Why don't you take yep. it? Yeah, I'll oh. I'll take it. This could be a group action. Uh, sure. Why not? Okay. So each of you can choose your style of intimidation. Who's going to lead to this effort? Cause they do risk taking stress if the other people fail. I'll do it. Okay. So you are what with your hook? I'm going to like scratch vicious marks in the nearest hole of the ship or, or thing that's there. Like, sure. Uh, there's no boats parked here, but yeah, there's railings and stuff that you could do. You could totally, you could totally Freddy Krueger or railing. Yeah, yeah. I want to be incredibly loud. Okay. And Adriano, what are you doing with your sword here? I've drawn it and I'm in dueling pose. Excellent. And to lose, do you want to join the group activity? What are you doing with your guns here? I am going to uh, pull the triggers on both of them and shoot at the ground before them. Quick, quick. These are one-shot pistols, I believe. No, one is a one-shot. The other is another pistol. And as we know, another pistols are multiple shots. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a little dubious. No, no, it doesn't matter. I, this is a bluff. So okay. yes, well, you could shoot, why don't shoot one of them. Okay. They're both single shots. Gotcha. Okay. Now, these guys are tough customers, so it's risky, clearly. There's a few of them, but that's balanced out by there being a few of you. I'm thinking of, but they don't want to be, I'm going to say it's going to have limited effect. Just because these guys are supposed to be tough mercenaries and they don't want to be bullied in this particular way. Sure. But not no effect. You can bump that up if somebody had, if one of your tools is a fine tool, like a fine sword. Okay. I have a fine dread blade. Excellent. Ooh, that's good. That's good. So we'll call that normal effect then. So each of you roll your relevant ability. Anybody can push uh, if you want. Just spend your stress and add the die if you choose to. Okay. You've got 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 a four. Not great. No. Could be worse. Can I possibly roll a maneuver on this? Because I've got nothing here. It's either okay. a, a maneuver or a tinker, both of which are one. Okay. Uh, maneuver could be you are like moving to outflank them and make it clear that there's no cover for them for from your shooting. Sure. I'd accept that. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Um, I will go and I just, that's one die. Uh, okay. Ooh. 
I better, uh, can I roll, can I push it? Oh, real I'll good. Give you, I'll give you, I'll give you a stress. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's two okay. dice. Okay. I'm going to roll. Oh no, not these dice. <laughs> these dice. The good ones. <laughs> yeah. The ones I roll off the, that was, up as a five, a five and a three. A five's all right. Okay. Well, yeah. So nobody failed. So Magoon, you don't take stress uh, from leading this group action. This looks pretty bad. I mean, they're pretty tough, but you've got the drop on them. You could make it to the boat a little faster. You stand them off. They don't run away, but they don't keep coming towards you. The one out front says, look, friend, we don't want any trouble. Just leave us to chat with that fellow and go along on your way. We are sworn to protect this man. Gigi just continues walking with uh, General Cosimo towards the boat. Yeah. And at this juncture, Cosmo's like, run along, you coward bastards. Oh, God. <laughs> That's not helping. Yeah. And actually, Gigi, you like glance back and you see like at that, they're starting to reach for their swords. If he uh, keeps talking, he's yeah, going to provoke okay. them. Um, all I've got. Um, I'll remind you of, of the possibility of flashbacks to bring anything that might help you. Oh. Uh, if anything pops to mind. Don't you have any knockout drops or anything? Hold on, yes. In my loadout, I still have a slot I have not used. I get three slots for my discrete loadout. Toulouse has a vial of sweet sleep. <laughs> yes. Which he will promptly give to uh, Gigi along with a clean handkerchief. Let's call this a minor flashback. You have the material. You don't need to spend, st- like, some flashbacks you might need to spend stress for. This one doesn't really change a lot. You don't need to spend stress. We'll flash back to to lose like palming the sweet sleep and uh, handing it to you with that handkerchief as you started to lead the drunken general away. I fully intended to use it, except um, <laughs> when the three guys arrived, I was like, well, I'm not going to be using sweet sleep now. because." <laughs> so I went with the guns, but I do have another slot. So sweet sleep it is. Okay, uh, Gigi, you have a handkerchief with I'd like to use my uh, sweet action sleep. by asking the general in perfectly innocent tone, does this rag smell funny to you? <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm even going to make you roll for that. Uh, sweet sleep. A strong drug, often powdered, that renders anyone inhaling or ingesting it unconscious. So at the very least, yes, uh, he has enough to be distracted and nodding off. So you have shut him up, but can still guide him. Now you are basically at the boat and your gondolier can help drop the package yeah, of the drunken general. Happening, uh, Gigi has just kind of gone completely deadpan. That's sort of like, the, like, ah, the, just like, all right, just get him in the boat. Just, just sits down, waits for the other three. The consequence. So that group action, the best you did was a success with consequence there with fours and a five. Um, I think the consequence is very clear. They recognize you and I'm going to put negative two toward house Almari's relationship with you. (laughs) You have absconded with someone that they are very interested in. Oh, sad. Somebody can roll to resist that and at least maybe leave some doubt and make it a minus one. So they only strongly suspect that House Bastion has it in for them for some reason. And remember, resist is the one where you roll one of your three attributes, body, mind, or spirit, and take six stress minus the high roll. I'll do it for body. Okay. Oh, mind, I guess. Resist consequence. I think so, yeah. Like, to try to at least Uh... throw them off the trail, leave some doubt as to who you are. I don't have anything at all in mind. So, well, actually, this does seem like a spy sort of thing to lose. 
if you want to resist for the team. Though you've racked up some, st- oh, you don't have that much stress. I will totally go. I have three stress, but okay, what stress? It yeah. means it's meaningless to me. So you just count how many undermined you have at least one dot in. Oh, I like have one three. With yep, yeah, which yeah. is pretty good for a resist roll. So you roll three <laughs> and six. It's six minus the high roll of stress. Uh, Triple ones uh, coming up. Uh, <laughs> uh, close enough. Uh, a two twos and a five. Oh, a five. Oh, so you only take yep. one stress. Okay. I am the so king gonna, of stress. House Almari is now at a minus one with you. But, I mean, you guys really do kind of have the drop on them. They're not happy with you. You're not going to be happy to run into them in the future, but you're able to hop on the boat and make your way out. They have no real way to follow you, so you're quickly able to get out of their sight. Uh, You still cover your tracks, loop back around some canals, and uh, make your way to your secret private apartment where you can set up and perhaps dry out your new friend. And he has a story. The story that transpires is he was in a Cal Ray campaign, not your Cal Ray campaign to lose. Cause there are lots, there've been lots of military expeditions there. Don't need to tell me that. And one of the older generals of house Elmari renowned for his courage at a battle where he was famous for a bold holding action, allowing many of his people to escape certain death, his story. And he actually produces a scroll case that he's uh, a valuable looking thing. He's managed to not sell with sworn assigned statements from some witnesses that in fact, the house Elmari general sold out this guy's mercenary company and others to the enemy to buy his escape. (laughs) So he bribed them, gave them these guys and fled in the most cowardly fashion. Oh boy. And he has evidence. (laughs) Oh, Yes, this is the one thing that even before his beloved sword, he would not have sold this scroll case because it it was the one tool he had to try to gain revenge on House Man. Amari. No wonder House Amari wanted him. Gigi that would make a great musical. Now, <laughs> one thing that anyone could be potentially attracted to with this man. <laughs> like, okay, I think I could get it. He has evidence. Keeping the receipts is important sometimes. All right. He may not look like much, but he has a really big pack of evidence. I'm very interested to have our good friend, Giorgio, the, the playwright, to come in and sit with this man and listen to some of his stories. I think that it's it's such a captivating tale. I think the, the best way to capture some of that might be uh, on the stage, perhaps in front of mm. all of the nobility. Maybe, you know, not directly about Salmari, but... Hmm. at least close enough to where certain assumptions could be made. And then shortly afterwards, Uh, they come to find out the story is true. After this sort of public interest, there's new evidence that sort of, that sort of comes to light shortly around the same time. It's only natural that there would be great, great Rulian interest in something like that. Based on a true story, so to speak. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All right, I think we move to our post game now. So after an errand, PCs take stock of what they achieved, uh, and they will gain influence within their house, which is kind of like the um, money in Blades in the Dark, and the favor they garnered with other factions in the course of the operation. Exposing a rival's shame. <laughs> Would you look at influence. that? Or is this a ruinous secret, found or hidden? I don't think this is a ruin them exactly. 
So I think seven influence total comes to you guys. Now, influence can go to individuals, which you can use to do various certain things. And it can also go into your house pool. Uh, and the most any the house can have or individuals can have is four. You seven? Why don't we each take one and put four in the house that we can just then spend right away? There's that four eight. of you. Oh, so three in the four house. Four of us, sorry. Three yeah. in the house, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so you can each mark an influence on your sheet, which is kind of up toward the top. And then somebody wants to go to the house sheet and add three to your current influence level. Now, favor, I'm going to say your contacts with the dockers, I'm going to put in a favor for minor houses. So this means you're getting a good reputation with the sort of middle class of the city. So this is a favor you could spend for a favor if you needed something from the dockers or the city watch or a guild or something like that. You've got a point of that now. If you ultimately resolve the ship thing, you would have favor with uh, House Alanda, whose ship is being messed with. Yeah. I've altered your status with House Almari to negative one because you messed with their thugs. Then moving on, that's payoff. That's favor. Exposure and shame. Anything you do might be witnessed or provable by evidence you leave behind. Your coterie experience exposure as they go about their errands. So... Two exposure, contained, discrete, and sensible, standard exposure. Four exposure, loud and chaotic, high. I mean, there's no fighting, but there were weapons drawn in public. I'm going to suggest two exposure. Does that seem about right? Let's just take the exposure and run with it. It could be fun. Sure. Okay, excellent. Uh, let's do experience points now before we do downtime activities. So let's do individual experience. And hey, look, it's the Bravo sheet. Your special experience is, did you address a challenge with violence? Oh, yeah. And I, I will add, or threat thereof. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you get to mark an XP. So that means either, so if you go to the upper right, you can put it in character XP, which you use to buy more special abilities when it's full. Or you can okay. put it in the body track, mind track, or spirit track. And then say you filled up the body track when it's full, you could add then add a dot to one of the four skills underneath body. And then, so the first one listed after, we were never in desperate and that's okay. Um, so let's go for to lose. What is your special trigger? Dress a challenge with stealth and oh. or perception. Yeah, you absolutely did that at the party. So that's good for an XP. So yes, you did that. Magoon, what's your special Kuth trigger? You address a challenge with evasion and then another one and or mayhem. Um, I think the and and or mayhem with your Freddy Krueger uh, move yeah. there counts right. for a point. And I'll then Gigi, that. what is yours? And that yours, I, as I recall, didn't exactly fit right. our character uh, concept. Mayhem, you might play yeah, uh, XP triggers for our you address the challenge with expertise and or calculation. I definitely agree. Well, definitely calculation, calculation. I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't feel like I, I I get more than that for for this one. Okay. And now for everyone, we'll have the question, did you express your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background? And we'll come back around to the cat. And I think I see at least one way you did that. Do you? I, I was able to calm the general down a little bit with, uh, you know, sort of appealing to his military sense of stealth. I was going to say watching for your childhood rival at this party, uh, looking oh, to yeah, one up yeah. them if you could. They weren't there, but... It's so that like this category is loosely like, did you do something interesting in character that that kind of fits your character well apart from that initial thing? So so I think definitely right, yeah, between those you get for, your looking for Ari, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
So you get your XP in that category. Maguin, did you express your beliefs, drives, heritage, or background? I mean, continuing to like choose to be with the dockers at the party, for example. Absolutely. Like yeah, you mingle, you use your ability to mingle with the common folk repeatedly, actually. Yeah. So that's a that's your point there. To lose, same question. Oh, clandestine kidnap drugs and guns? Yes, absolutely. Hell yes. <laughs> All the way. And then Gigi. Today, a single step was made in a very long journey. And that's mm-hmm. getting everyone else a paramour. I have established the three clocks. <laughs> oh, that's right. And believe me, these, these clocks will be worked. How much you want to participate, that is entirely up to you. <laughs> and then did anyone struggle with issues from their indulgence? You don't have scandals yet with your indulgences. Oh, and yeah, we could have thrown that into the party. I don't think it really came up. But keep in mind, if you're ever out and about at a place where your indulgence is, feel free to dive into it, especially if it interferes with what you're actually trying to do. Well, Toulouse is a heroin addict, so... There you go. Okay, and then before downtime, we look at the crew's experience point triggers, because they get experience, the crew gets experience overall. Did you overcome an obstacle with audacity or unorthodoxy? I think it was pretty audacious of, of challenging the, the mercenaries. I yeah. like that moment. I felt like that was an audacious moment. I agree. So that's one point, and you get a maximum of four out of these. That's one so far. Okay. Did you contend with challenges above your current station? Technically, I was looking at house, mm-hmm. the tier they call it, the level of the house. House Almari is a higher level house than you, not just fifth versus sixth. So I think, yes, sure. you did. So that's that. a point. Ding. Did you bolster your coterie's reputation or develop a new one? Your reputation so far has been uncouth. Did that continue at the party, the way we acted at the party? I think, uh, yeah, Gigi and the cat were going for kind of naive and uh, whether on purpose or not, easily agitated by slanderous talk. But we also showed during during that mercenary episode, we also showed that yeah. we, um, we are not to be trifled with. Okay, so are we starting a new reputation here? Not to be trifled with sounds like a great reputation to it me. Feels right. I'll take it. I like it. Okay. We don't like trifle. Okay. No. So that's a trifle. third XP already. And did you express the goals, drives, inner conflict, or essential nature of the coterie? And that's always the hardest to define, but I'm open to suggestions. Well, we're for the common people, aren't we? Uh, yeah, I right. think the love of the common people is is definitely a drive. So that's it's, good for a point. It's been marked. Excellent. Okay, now everybody's going to get two downtime activities. We'll do them one at a time. Here are your options. Acquire assets. Now, this is like, you know, getting a one-time use of a special good, transport, which you don't really need, or a specialist, somebody who's good at doing one particular thing. That's acquire assets. Uncover a plot. Now, that's a catch-all that you can do to be like, okay, what is House Corvetto up to? Or what are the goals of House Almari? Or what's the deal with this magician thing? You could use Uncover a Plot to try to do something like that. You can set up long-term projects, which is a super catch-all thing. I want to make a cool item. I want to develop a magical ritual. I want to figure out who controls the import of drugs into Ilrian. Whatever, that's your long-term projects. Intrigues are things that everybody can contribute to and a little more involved, but they're basically long-term projects. Recover is how you get over harm. Make amends is how you get over social harm. Train is uh, a good fallback. You can use train to get XP in one of your three attributes. And finally, indulge and reduce stress is always a favorite. You indulge your vice, you reduce your stress. Let's go opposite order. Let's start with Toulouse this time. 
What is your first dodge? <laughs> you know what it's going to be. It, it is stress. Okay. I am going so you, to address my stress. So you look at your worst attribute, the attribute where you have the fewest skills, at least one dot in it. You roll that many dice. Oh, if it it's zero, to, it has to be that, at least one dot. Okay, then it's no. It, it no zero. If there's zero dots, you roll that yeah. one. But zero yeah. means you roll two dice and take the lower. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's spirit where I have none. I have nice. nothing in spirit. <laughs> just, just like reality. Okay. Look at me. Oh, what a wasted six! Because you got a one. I got a one. <laughs> you got one. You took one stress off of there. Oh, uh, my ones, my first six of the night. Okay, the, yeah, what a waste. Of the, of the entire campaign so far. <laughs> <laughs> you indulge okay. and indulge, but you feel empty inside. McGowan, what's your first downtime activity? Is this uncover a plot where I could go and get more information about this knack? Yes. So, yeah, what would uh, what would you do to try to uncover this here plot? Well, I know that the shed is being hexed. How about I just hang out there and see what's ha- see what happens and see if they can... okay. Yeah. So that's I could see it being you're surveying and watching carefully. It's skulking to not be seen. It's we'll I'm open to suggestion. We'll okay. do a survey. All right. And so in this, nothing bad happens to you when you're on when you're doing a downtime activity with a couple limited exceptions, but not yeah, this one. All right. Just roll the pip. Mm-hmm. Two. Not very good. Two. Okay. You don't get zero information on these. You just don't get much. You don't pick the right night to observe it yourself. But between visiting and looking and staking it out and talking to your Docker friends, uh, when you drop that, you'd heard this from the guy. Uh, They come back and talk to you. He's like, yeah, we think we've seen him. You know, I mean, a lot of strange people come through the docks, but we've seen somebody fitting that description. Doesn't come every night. Doesn't come every other night, but he's been here. Uh, he's been back uh, by the right. shed. So it confirms that not just once, but repeat visits. Uh, they've seen this person row up in a gondola. Okay. Uh, but the two, yeah, that's. I think that's all you get. That's Sorry. pretty bad. Yep. This nope, is some bad downtime so far. Gigi, can you break the streak? I'd like to start a clock. I'd like to start a project. Okay. I mean, you already have those projects to find paramours for people. I want, listen, Gigi, I think is going to operate best if she has at least like two or three clocks going at the same time. I would like to start a project to produce a an epic for the stage, something that has never been seen before in Ireland, bringing together one of the greatest playwrights of our generation, Giorgio, with uh, just an incredible source of inspiration, namely this foreign general who has an incredible amount of tales about the 500 Blades. So I would like to essentially set up no moments where I have Giorgio and the general kind of all three of us sitting in the same room and I'm just keeping things lubricated. I am making sure that Giorgio is getting what he needs to craft this tale. Excellent. I'll give you two options. Uh, as a long-term project with just you, we can do exactly what you said and what'll come out of it is a good script and it would be produced as a, you know, a fairly standard stage performance. There's a lot of tradition for that here. Or you could set up as an intrigue that the whole team could add into. It'll be a bit longer, but in addition to what you're doing, it would enhance the production value and the marketing of the play and make it a bigger splash. It's going to be tougher and longer and potentially more expensive. The payoff would be bigger. It's your choice, though. We've got this chip right now. I think that we put it, we put it for the big reward. 
we lose nothing if this doesn't end up panning out, uh, except maybe time that we invest into it. But this feels like the move, at least for to Gigi. But it sounds like this is going to require uh, the rest of the coding res okay. resources, right? How do you guys feel about that? Is that something that we just want to do something one-off or really put some backing into it? Well, the I mean, if we're trying to use it to shame another house, that's only house number five. If he had dirt on Atlanta. Uh, sure. <laughs> that'd yeah. be pretty wild. <laughs> I think go broke or, or go home, one or the other. Well, Whatever you I, say. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm for I'm for it. I'm just pointing out. Yeah. You know, that... <laughs> and McGowan? He's not really artistic. Like he's like, um, yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, he, I think you know. I think he likes spectacle. So, like, he, he, his opinion is like, if it, yeah, if if, if it could be fancier or higher, then yes. let's do that. Will there be explosions? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, ultimately, yeah, yeah, he he likes Jerry Bruckheimer films. Toulouse is with is with Gigi. What we are putting together is the. <laughs> First entry in what is essentially blockbuster sort of stagecraft, where like lock spectacle just gone to 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 the max, like really inventive stagecraft uh, things that appeal to just wide audiences. We're bringing theater to the people, basically people dressed as donkeys and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sex, humor, okay. violence explosions <laughs> okay i am creating a clock for you then in the house sheet here spectacular production it is a 10 tick clock and what so and but what you said to start it sounds great you are working with giorgio and your new friend to establish the plot yeah. and the facts and whatnot you can make a roll now to get your first ticks on this, this clock is absolutely going to be if not sway then probably consort they feel equally applicable um oh this is definitely consort we're uh, this we're consorting among friends Giorgio is a good friend mm -hmm. not the spectacular sorted i wanted but it's something i got a five and a four okay so five is two ticks you can always spend an influence on long-term projects for an extra tick if you want but you can also spend influence to get extra downtime actions that would represent putting more resources into this. I think I'm going to abstain from that for now. But thank you. Okay. So you have the outline of the plot, and he does have a dramatic style, does this former general. So there's there's material here to work with. Yeah. McGowan, first downtime. I want to do some training. Excellent. That's pretty easy. You just put a tick in the training slot, one of the four training slots of your choice. Yeah. Done and done. Okay, Adriano the cat, what are you doing in your first downtime action? Uh, my first thing I'm going to do, which will lead to my second one, is uh, I'm going to uh, go for my indulgence. Makes sense. And what is your indult your vice again? Pleasure. Oh yeah. Okay. So you you pick you find your lowest attribute, the one you have the fewest with at least one dot in it. That's how many dice you roll. Right. Okay. So that would be just one. So one. <laughs> okay. Relieve one stress. You know, I mean, it's okay. the winter season. A lot of the good imports aren't here. You know, the mm -hmm. the social events aren't what they could be the rest of the year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kind of a bummer. Basically, my favorite courtesan was not there that night. Right, exactly. Okay. <laughs> to lose round two. I was going to go for Uncover the Plot with House Carvetto. 
But now that the play is underway, and you said it's a you said it's a ten yeah ten segment clock. Oh, Correct. Boy. So yeah, anybody can contribute to that, or you could pursue your uncovered plot. Choices, you need choices. To uncover the plot, but my God, we have to stage this play. I mean, the play is the thing, not the, <laughs> the like kind of phrase, but bums and I mean, seats, laddies, bums and seats. But you know, the play is the is the is the end game here, is it not? Oh, there, there I go again with the theater references. All right, how do I contribute to that? Well, tell me what you're doing narratively, and then we'll make rules. So, I mean, it could be gather resources for the production. It could be working ahead so you're ready to spread the word uh, for opening night. It could be trying to gather more scurrilous material, fact or fiction to add to the flavor. He would survey the uh, comings and goings of House Corvetto because, you know, as well as spectacle, you know, we want this, we want this, this play to be authentic. Of House Um, Almari, right? uh, Yeah. Target here. Oh, Almari, whatever. Uh, (laughs) We want them. They're all good. They're all, they're all going to fall before us like dust. Um, All right. So let's, yes. I like the confidence. I I would throw some survey. Survey. Excellent. Okay. Roll your failure. I just do my two. True survey. So, and on this kind of rule, a fail is one tick. Four or five is two ticks. Six is three. A critical is five. Ooh. But the good news is you do get one tick. You could spend influence to get an extra tick, but you may want to use the influence for an extra action. I don't know. I have put your third tick. So it seems like actually in the aftermath of you guys getting the jump on this guy, what you find is that House Almari is actually playing it close to the vest a little bit. Like they're trying to figure out what's going on before they risk exposing themselves too much. So that's why you didn't find much information, you you imagine. Uh, I will also contribute to the play by using consort. I will speak to my my uh, people in the pleasure house and see if any of them or know any of the actresses. I mean, you know, some of the actresses may well be in the pleasure house uh, for, for all we know. Um, you know, just sort of ask around and see um, see who's interested in performing this. And okay, I mean, we're gonna we're gonna need a director. I imagine that's probably gonna be Gigi, but. Uh, Excellent. Working on casting and personnel. Okay, consort yes, away, my personnel. friend. All right. Uh, I only have a one in that, so that's just uh, that's just a D six, right? Yep. Is there any way that I can help okay. with this? Uh, not on downtimes, no. Unfortunately. Okay. But that's well, one great. more tick. <laughs> okay. Hey, you guys are starting to pull things together here, and now Gigi's second downtime. I would actually like to. Can I, can I still spend influence to attempt to influence influence the uh, the other project as well? So essentially, I would like to resolve some stress. And then, depending on how that goes, I'll I'll make a decision from there. But oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, so find your worst attribute, the one you have the fewest with least one dot in, and roll that many dice. Yes. Okay, that's a four. One, two, three, four brings me down to one stress. Hey. Okay. Somebody makes a good downtime roll. Now, everybody's the option of spending an influence for an extra downtime. And I'll actually go up my list like I meant to. Toulouse, are you going to do that? Yes. And then I will. I want to go and uncover the plot okay. on the Carvettos. Are you like skulking about and spying? Are you... Uh... I am skulking and spying on Emilio Corvetto himself. Okay. He's the one I saw at the party. He's the one I'm going to follow. He's going to be my initial one. 
Okay. So I'm going to observe his movements and see who he meets with, make a note of these things, and see if I can glean any, any new information from all of that. Glean on, Gleany. Okay, and that is skulking. So that is going to be 2d6. I won't use any stress this late in the game. <laughs> Should go and see. Oh my god. Oh my god. A two oh, and a wow. Wow. It's just like the dice hate me. Okay, I mean, you still get a little something. Oh, move on. <laughs> no, 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 no. You still get some information. Uh, uh, I'm going to give you a choice. Do you want to have a little more? I mean, because you're a spy, you're capable of following around. It just, you spied on, uh, you know, you didn't spy on Shadow Day. You didn't shadow him on the right day where he's doing a lot of his chicanery. But you're able to pick up a little information. Do you want one more person he's been in contact with? Or do you want in your investigations to start to grasp what the motive is? Because why would these guys target you? Give me another name. Okay. It's not a name of an individual person, but it is one of the schools of the, uh, the university, which is called the... Stand by. Nerds? Scalum Naturalis, which doesn't like you. And it is a family. So the, the way the college works is there are a bunch of different schools. Some like are kind of like almost guilds of scholars. Some are, some are families of people. They teach magical stuff and practical stuff at all points in between. He has a meeting at House Giovanni, which you know is one of the sort of eccentric magical educators within the scholum. Damon, did you want to spend an influence for an extra downtime? No. I'm fine. Thank okay. You. Gigi, same question. Yeah. So there was the question of casting that uh, that comes up. And I think that I would like to spend an influence feeling really refreshed after spending a little bit of time in the darkness talking to myself. And I am going to consort. I am hitting. I'm hitting the street. I'm finding actors. I'm finding a director. I'm finding the people that Georgette needs to get this play off the ground. Oh, okay. So you think you can do that better than me then? Many hands <laughs> make for light work, friend. <laughs> I know. I just had to tease you a little bit. <laughs> it's a great <laughs> idea. Considering, considering the way that you're, roll, you're rolling versus the way I'm rolling, you're definitely going to have more success than this. Okay. <laughs> First one's a two. And the second one is a one. So, uh, there's that. We're twins. <laughs> you know, you guys have never you never produced a play Jesus. before. <laughs> you know, you're picking your way through. I mean, that's a fail is still one more tick. Yeah. But it's like pulling teeth. You know, what you're finding is a lot of the established actors, you know, they're booked. They had uh, mm. pre-existing appointments and you're doing what you can to, you know, lure some away. Maybe at some point you're going to need to spend influence to tap into house resources to buy them. But yeah, it, you put it together, but it's man, oh man. But you know, everybody's it's tough to put on a play. I mean, costumes alone. It's winter. Everybody's, yeah. But speaking of costumes, does the cat want to spend an influence for a bonus downtime action? Uh, I'd love to, but I only have one influence. Uh, so I think I'm going to keep it. It's there to be spent. Okay. Oh, is it? Okay. Well, no, um, hey, you yeah. do what you want. No, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and spend it. I can. All right. Well, I'm sure I'll get influence later on, right? Yeah. Do we have five segments filled in now on that? You're at. I think you're actually at five already. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. We're halfway there. Yeah. All right. 
Living not on a prayer. Right. Not by okay, the cat. Time. Are you doing an extra downtime action? Yes, actually, I'm going to help out with this uh, uncover uh, uncover the plot of, of uh, House Corvetto. Okay. Uh, now, here's the thing. You know, my brother is my rival. True. We don't hate each other per se. We try to, you know, move in different spheres as much as possible, but doesn't mean I can't run into him on the street and Ooh. have a beer. Okay. So yes, you do indeed uh, join him for a battle of wits to see if you can get him to reveal something about his house's machinations. Is that what I'm hearing? Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. And what would you roll to try to, to uh, swindle your brother into giving this kind of information? Well, Sway would be the obvious choice, but I'm wondering how maneuver works. I guess that's more sort of a... Uh, that's, that's more physical sort of a, maneuver. That's yeah. physical maneuver. That's not going to work. Well, mm -hmm. I guess Sway would work, but Here's a weird Unless thing. you challenge a... him to a game of hide and seek. Yeah, okay. Well, That'd be more skulk. That. I also have something down here in special permissions called a fine wit. Ooh, excellent. That? Once per errand, you may use your fine wit to deflect or turn a conversation in your favor. Oh, I love it. Uh, we didn't use that errand. in an errand. Per errand. I will keep Is that in mind errand? for the effect of your role. I like that. Okay, um, just just it's there. I guess I'm just not using it. But anyway, the uh, I'll do sway, which I only have one. Okay, sounds okay. good. Sway on. Oh, oh wow! <laughs> I am rolling terribly. Wow. Okay. One. Um, with your wit, what you discern, you don't you don't get any specific information about plots against you, and your brother doesn't actually reveal anything directly. But you get a sense that he's bought into the mentality of House Corvetto in an important way. And he looks down at you and you suspect that House Corvetto looks down on your house precisely because, because it's from the common people. Uh, house Corvetto mm -hmm. is the oldest of the major houses that has managed to stay a major house. Basically, I mean, for all intents and purposes, since the dawn of Ilrian time. And you get a sense that they look down on you particularly as up-and-coming strivers from the common folk. Okay, okay. Well, uh, I'm trying to figure out exactly what, how did, how did Ari get in with them? I'm wondering if it's through marriage. Maybe that's, maybe he married into that house. Yeah, I'm, I'm I mean. I'm like, how did you get in there, <laughs> brother? Well, I mean, everybody needs bounders and cads to work for them. Okay, well, mercenary. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I guess that didn't work so well, but oh well. <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, spectacularly bad rolling for uh, downtime. Yeah, but you. I would say yeah, that one you. key critical role saved you, I think, a lot of bother convincing mm -hmm. the drunken general to yeah, go yeah. along with you. Uh, that could have gone mm -hmm. a lot worse, actually. And yeah. right, <laughs> he might not have survived persuasion attempts, really, in his state. We could say mm -hmm. the most important role of the session was a smashing success. Exactly. Oh. All the rest are irrelevant. We could just ignore them and forget they ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> that is our session. We can all buy new dice between now and next time. <laughs>